This is Life Off the Deep Ends podcast. We are a family of four plus a cat from Seattle who decided to embrace crazy and sell our house and everything we owned to buy a sailboat named Litha, and we plan to sail the world. This podcast is a retelling of our adventures just as we would telling our best friends over the phone. We are Kim and Justin, our kids are Tyler and Evie, and we really hope you enjoy and are inspired to live life off the deep end yourself. Episode 12. <laughs> you make it sound like you're like this like radio host. <laughs> you have such a professional podcasting voice. I'm a podcast host. <laughs> cool. Welcome to Let Off the Deep End. <laughs> um, Alright, so we're going to tell you a little bit about uh, meeting some new friends and um, their experience um, with another boat dragging anchor in La Paz. Uh, and I don't know, we'll kind of go from there. So yeah, so it was, um, you know, the day before we heard on the radio these boats were dragging. They were on the opposite side of the anchorages of us, so like I didn't hop out to help. Uh, because then we also heard there was other people responding. We just heard this woman on the radio, and she was like, "Attention, fleet! Um, someone just hit our boat. I forgot what the we name need, of the boat was. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we need help. Like, we we need, need help. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And we're like, where are they anchored? Um, so yeah, it was just this day of listening to this boat that's like basically caught on their boat is what it sounded like. They couldn't like push it off in the wind, and it's just rubbing on their boat. So the next day, we went to coffee hour. And we actually and met them. we met them. Um, which is funny, because... So their boat is Hobby Hoba. And um, back before we left Seattle, we were having our yard sale. And this woman, I think they said... I think it was their aunt. And she said, oh, I... You know, my nephew, niece, whatever, they're sailing around the world, too. You should follow them on Facebook. So I started following them a long time ago. And it was, it was kind of funny that I'm Friendly. like, hey, by the way, I met one of your family members at my yard sale a long time ago, and I kind of have heard of you before. Um, <clears throat> so then we we spent the entire day with them. It's funny how that happens. Like, you meet new people, and you just start walking around town, and nobody really has plans for the day. You just end up where you end up. It's, no, coffee hour was a big time suck. Like, you start talking to people, and all of a sudden your day is just gone. And it wasn't bad, but you almost I almost had to skip it if I wanted to get anything done for the day. Because yeah. Because you show up there, the kids are playing, you're talking to the parents, you're hanging out, and then all of a sudden, oh, hey, let's all get lunch together, and then you get lunch together, and the kids don't want to play, and then it's dinner <laughs> and you're going to bed. Yeah, it's amazing, but it is. It's really hard to get anything done. So, I don't know. We just, we did. We ended up spending the whole day with them. So, why don't you tell the story about the anchor? So, they, this other boat, I don't know. Well, we got to make up a name for it because I don't remember the name. Uh, boat A. Boat A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the day before, we'd heard they were dragging. They're like, oh, then they got back on the radio and said, no, we hadn't dragged. It was just La Paz walls. We were just swinging around a little bit. Not a big deal. We're fine. Um, and what are you I saw, doing? I saw some like fish jumping out there. I got distracted. <laughs> Squirrel, stop! <laughs> you are you are supposed to be a professional podcast host. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, so this other boat, a um, the winds were strong, probably 20, 20 knots, twenty five knots of wind, and um, started dragging anchor. 
And actually, their beam, their side of their boat, hit the bow of Hobby Hoba and was rubbing up and down. Now, luckily, Hobby Hoba has a overly built bow sprint that um, Darius, the owner of the boat, actually built himself. And it's, uh, he says he oversized everything. Everything was from bigger boats that he made fit on here. So their boat fared with just maybe a couple scratches on the woodwork. But it kind of tore up boat A's side a little bit um, from it rubbing. But the wind was pushing on it so hard, they could not get it off of their bow uh, and off to the side. So eventually they did work it off. Um, I believe some people with dinghies also came and started pushing on it to get it off of Hobby Hoba. Uh, so they at first just let it kind of drift off the side, had some fenders out on the side of their boat so it wasn't rubbing against it. Then they went to pull up the anchor of boat A, and it had 50 feet of rope attached to a, about a 15 to 20 pound anchor, and then two workout barbells. That was their anchor. <laughs> so as a reference... We put out about 120 feet of anchor chain to hold us in place to give us the right amount of scope and everything else. And they only had 50 feet, and that was it. That it had no more line on deck. That was all the line that they had. And a barbell and a little 20-pound weight that <laughs> might hold a dinghy. Moral it, of the story, do not <sighs> anchor your boat using gym equipment. Yeah. <laughs> it just wouldn't work. It doesn't work at all. Proof in point. That's insane. Um, so they ended up towing that boat over to uh, Marina, Marina, yeah, uh, Marina, Marina Cortez, Cortez. tied it up to their dock there until the owner could get to it because the owner wasn't on board, wasn't answering any radios. Yeah, everyone was trying to get a hold of them. Oh, that's just crazy. But there wasn't really any damage to Hobby Hoba, no, I guess. No, luckily so they're... That's really good. Um, but yeah, they... Um, they are full of stories. Um, I mean, they left Seattle or Tacoma, I guess, back in 2016, and they've been cruising around Mexico since then. And we just sat and told stories all day long and heard all sorts of other crazy things that happened. And where to go, what to see, where to what go, to do. What to see, yeah. So it was How really to shop awesome. for food, because you learned a lot from her, too, about, like, where what she buys for her meat. And... Yeah, and um, well, it'll probably be in another episode, but, yeah, I went like into the grocery store with her and learned so much more of like you know what to do with this random pepper and I don't know so it was really good so something like that more local knowledge or more experienced knowledge I guess you should I should say about like what to do and how to do it right um I was surprised like how for how long I've been in Mexico they don't speak as you know Spanish as well as I would think you should I mean we're really really good now about ordering tacos like you know, and I know flour and corn tortillas, and I know how to, what drinks to order, and I know what they're going to ask me, and what I need to say back, and, um, we went to a restaurant with them, it was called Claro Fish Junior, it's amazing, they had the best fish tacos, so they for like, crunchy fish taco that had like a tempura crunch on it, so good, it was 38 pesos, which is like a dollar fifty, and it has, um, two big pieces of meat you can't even close a tortilla on top of it they're so big yeah and then you so what you you get like two fish tacos so you're spending like three dollars and then you have this big salad bar that comes with you know you can get um cucumbers and beets and coleslaw, all these coleslaws and all the salsa. salsas and they even have like onion rings and like fried 
breaded fried like jalapenos and Guacamole. so you get like this massive Everything. plate of food that's like fresh and mostly healthy for like three dollars <laughs> um we spent a lot of time there. We yeah. went there a lot. It was really, really good. Probably our favorite restaurant. Oh, and there's a playground. Yeah, inside down. the restaurant, there's a playground. Well, the whole thing is sort of open, but so I guess the playground is technically kind of outside. But, you know, it's part of the restaurant. So, it's walled in. So we would bring people there all the time and go sit, and the adults could, like, have a beer and eat some tacos, and the kids are just playing and, you know. It was, so, it was my favorite. It was so good. It's a really nice place. Um, so I wanted to talk about too, how, how everybody's boats are so different. So, you know, we met, we meet so many people and then we take tours of everybody's boats. Um, Hobby Hoba's boat is what? 32 feet. I think so. Yeah. And we have a 54 foot boat and you know, when we take them over to see our boat, I mean, anybody, not just them, you know, I like, I try to downplay things like, (laughs) Just, just walk past. Just don't notice that I have a dishwasher. Because <laughs> who has a dishwasher? No one has a dishwasher. And I try to go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, there's this other cabin here. We're just going to skip right past that cabin because there's a full, almost full-size washer-dryer in there. <laughs> you always feel bad how amazing our boat is, which is really funny since we almost didn't buy this boat. I mean, we, we really thought about not buying this boat. And now I love it. And now it's my most favorite boat that we have seen. So it's just really interesting what people do. And, I mean, some people don't have refrigeration. And, you know, we have refrigeration and a freezer and a dishwasher. When it works. We're really, we're really, our boat's awesome. And we're really fortunate out here. Um, So, um, yeah, they all came back to the boat. The kids were, like, throwing my playing cards it was brand new, so annoying. Brand new set of playing cards. The kids the already box. did that another time, and I bought brand new ones. I'm like, these are for adults, and then they're sitting down there, like, tossing them, like, you know, like, trying to get them to stick to things. I don't know what they're doing. They're and then like I lost half my cards. Like, Great, there goes another $1.99. So I'm like, what is wrong with you children? Um, oh, and that was the day you went to pick up Subway. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Hobby Hope was on our boat getting the tour. We were just was, meeting them that day. I was out running running errands and stuff like that, and we found a Subway restaurant. So I texted Kim, asked if they had ate anything yet. And I'm like, Tyler loves Subway. Like, Subway should sponsor our travels, like, and give Tyler a sandwich wherever he goes. Like, we filmed it. I knew he was bringing this sandwich, and I knew how excited Tyler was going to be. And I'm filming on the back of the boat, and he doesn't, he didn't see me, I was behind him. And Justin handed him the sandwich, and he was like, what? He was like almost crying over a Subway sandwich. And then the Hobby Hobby kids, the kids are, are like, like, what's happening? Like, like you, you don't love food as much as my kid loves this sandwich. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I filmed it. They had the look on their faces like, I don't, I don't understand. We like, don't know what's confusion. happening right now. Yeah. It's, it's just a sandwich. What's why is it special? <laughs> oh man, Subway and my child. Um, let's see. That was about it for that day. What day are we on? Uh, February tenth. Oh yeah. So there was a swap meet. Everything in La Paz is just so cruiser friendly and so amazing. Um, so everybody just goes up to the marina and hauls a bunch of stuff with them and hope 
that they oh, sell it. Yeah. Oh, but you can't sell things in Mexico because we're not Mexican residents. So you have to, quote, trade for coconuts. So then you say, how many coconuts do you want for this? And are they Mexican coconuts or U.S. coconuts? Right. It's very important that you have to have you have to have your coconuts, you know, situated. Um, Justin tried to sell our old water maker. We still have this thing on board that came with the boat and, uh, no luck. And then he brought home all sorts of extra crap that I don't need. It was good deals. <laughs> I got fuel filters and some more blocks to run our furling for the, uh, head sail. Like it was deals. Cool. Cool for deals. You didn't sell the giant and then you brought back my I brought a bo- box giant tote back. I'm like, no, that was supposed to go away. Um, and then that day they had a, um, a sailing dinghy race. Um, so it was really, (laughs) it was really light wind. So Tyler and I were going to go out and we got down to the starting line. All right, slowly. But I think that was mainly the current pushing us. And then we, so you're supposed to start on this beach. You meet all there, uh, at like two o'clock and then you go sailing for the afternoon. It's a ra- they call it a race or a regatta. It's more just... He it's wants- just for fun. They it's- say you're not racing, but anybody on a boat is racing when there's someone else on a boat next to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's so the rule. we started heading out, and I could not get past a second set of boats. No matter the wind was at the wrong angle to the current, the- I, don't- I don't know. But Tyler and I went back and forth probably 15 times trying to make some headway out into the main part of the channel where all the other dinghies are and I just can't. So finally called Kim on the radio for our rescue. I'm like, I'm done. Tyler's done. Just come tow us back home. <laughs> I was so frustrated. There were some other people that Evie and I go get, you know, our dinghy that has our motor to go get them and there's these people out there um, like laughing at me and taking pictures like me coming to, to, to rescue my husband and my son from the dinghy race when they couldn't get started. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, let's see. I don't know. We, I think we just edited some podcast episodes and stuff like that the rest of the day. We, you know, we do have downtime. I swear there is time for homeschool and there's time for, um, editing and there's time for, reading a book. And when we first got to La Paz, though, homeschooling was... It was hard to... We took a break because we're just meeting so many new friends and hanging out with them, and, like, school work kind of got set back. But then we are like, no, 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 we're getting back on track here, guys. Yeah, I do that. think, though, that they're all learning things together, and they're all learning some Spanish, and they're all... I don't know. It is... We're world schooling here. So even if we're not, you know, doing their, you know, Epi's reading program or whatever, that they were still... They're still learning, you know. Um, So, let's see. The next day... Oh, so we finally decided to actually explore La Paz, you know, after getting just stuck talking to people (laughs) at the marina or just a few blocks over. Um, We hadn't really gone downtown much. So, uh, we met up with our friends on a boat called Expression. Um, They've got two... He's got two girls, and... uh, we walked downtown, past you know, down the Malecon and up the streets, and we visited an English bookstore, which was cool. This guy came; he came from Seattle too, didn't he? Not, I don't remember. It's that, like Pacific Northwest, yeah. Seattle, Portland, something like that. And he came down, I don't know, like 20, 20 years, years ago, ago, and opened up a bookshop so that um, 
anyone down there who lives in there and speaks English can buy books from him. And, and just a little it was quaint, a cute little bookshop. Quaint little bookshop. It was nice. Chatted with him for a while. Oh, look, in my notes, he's from Ballard. Oh. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway, he's from Seattle. Like, legit. Not like, where are you from, Seattle? What part of Seattle? Um, Normandy Park. Like, ugh, you lie. You're not really from Seattle. He, he, he's legit from Seattle. Um, finding bathrooms for Evie. She has to pee, like, every two seconds. Yeah. And trying to, you know, ask for a baño wherever we go and hope that they take pity on us and our little girl. Which um, they normally do. It's normally fine. And the bathrooms are... I know we've been on vacation in Mexico before where there's, like, you know, no toilet paper, no seat, no nothing. For the most part, all these bathrooms are nice bathrooms and restaurants and in places around town. Uh, seats, toilet paper, clean. They're good Some to are go. not, but most are. Yeah. Um, I think we use the bathroom in a cathedral. Or like the library, the biblioteca of the cathedral or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was nice. They're nice. They let us They let us use the restroom. But yeah, La Paz is really cool. A lot of really neat shops and really nice people and we feel super, super safe walking around. You know, I, I would feel fine walking all the way down there all by myself yeah. and back. Like there's um, super family friendly and, you know, yeah, there's not even whole bunch of stray dogs no. walking around or uh, we see dogs around but they normally have collars on and they look fed and they're well mannered so yeah it's it's a really safe comfortable place to be right so i mean it was it was nice to be in the pause even though we really wanted to go up to the islands with uh, you know our friends on ubi um we're still sitting there day after day waiting for refrigeration guys to Every show time. up. They're like, oh, manana, manana, we're just finishing up with this job and we'll we'll come to your boat in the tom- tomorrow. It's like, uh, nope. Yeah. So we were just, we were kind of stalling. Like, okay, we, we saw this city. Now we, now we sort of live here. You know, we, we grocery shop, we go out for dinner, we hang out with our friends, and it, it started to just become kind of like this comfortable place to be. Um, you know, we started working on our podcast, and actually I wrote here on um, February 12th was when I actually announced it on Facebook and said, yay, everybody, we have a podcast, because we have Wi-Fi. We got a lot of work done having Wi-Fi at Club Cruceros. Um, so, yeah, we just, it was kind of like day-to-day normal everyday life I guess and I don't think people I don't think people realize that it's just you know you're doing the same thing you're doing the same thing just we live on a boat you know um so finally finally we get somebody to come fix our refrigerator so we got Hector Hector's refrigeration to come out I called him in the afternoon they said I gotta check my schedule we'll call you back later doesn't call me back of course and the next uh so i call him back he's like oh yeah i was just gonna get ready to call you you're on the phone you know i just was picking up the phone i can have a guy out to you tomorrow morning perfect what time 9 a.m perfect at 8 30 they call and say just want to confirm my appointment like yeah still here still want my refrigeration fixed uh they were there 8 50 picked him up in the dinghy took him out to the boat uh miscommunication what type of gas we had for the refrigeration on the boat but he was able to go back and get the right stuff found the leak t- 
topped it off, and we haven't had a like, problem since. Finally, it's been. I mean, Ugh. we went we went three weeks without refrigeration. I have so much respect for people that do this lifestyle and not have a refrigerator. Yeah, and yeah. I have so much re- respect for Hector's refrigeration. I mean, they were great as compared to the other company I was trying to deal with, and just never showed up. Never, just horrible. Yeah. Um, so I'll give them props. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm so so excited. Um, so. I think we're going to stop here, and then because we got a refrigeration fixed, we got to finally leave La Paz for the next episode, and we started heading north to Belandra, so we will talk about that for next time. Explore on the island. Yeah, finally. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our website at lifeoffthedeepend.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also support us by visiting Kim's website at seenfromthesea.com, S-E-E-I-N-G, from the S-E-A.com.